My name's Stephen Downey and you are very welcome to episode 39 of the Mindful Living Guide. This week uh, I'm talking to a really lovely, lovely person, uh, Helen Colgan of Helen Colgan Healing Heart. Uh, Helen is uh, an energy healer, a reflexologist, uh, Reiki, uh, lymphatic drainage. That's the first time I've been to say it. <laughs> I keep mixing up the word. Um, but so many different treatments and actually fascinating chatting about each and every one of them uh, with Helen but she's also a psychic medium as well and um, it's just a fascinating conversation about, about energy healing about grounding about just stepping into our our own self and how and Helen's journey from um, a work-life balance that just did not suit her and realizing that she needs to follow a different journey a different path in life and uh, the universe has opened up many, many times along this journey to um, to show Helen the right way to go. And uh, I really enjoyed this conversation and I hope that, that you do too. Uh, so sit back and enjoy this week's episode of The Mindful Living Guide. So you're very welcome to the Mindful Living Guide. This week, I have another great guest and somebody who contacted me um, about a year or two ago to say, I was dreaming about you. And straight away, I was fascinated to get to know this person more. This person is Helen Colgan of Healing Heart. Uh, Helen draws on the life forces to bring your best energy flow to you to energy clearing, chakra balancing and focus by tapping into what your energy system needs physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Helen, it is so great to have you on the Mindful Living Guide. Thank you so much, Stephen. Um, it's lovely to be here. Thank you. And I'll definitely be asking you uh, to expand about that um, that phone call that uh, I got there a while ago uh, when you were walking around and shocked and thinking, who is Stephen Downey? Who is Stephen Downey? I think it's an amazing story. What for now, uh, can you give people <laughs> um, just a background into yourself? Oh, thank you. I remember that dream so vividly and seeing your name and I could see your face, even though I didn't know who you were. And it was, I think it's very important because in telling this, because it was me listening to the little whispers or the nudges that we get from the universe. And I remember I said it to my friend Donna, um, I had a dream about Stephen Downey. Seriously, I don't know who this Stephen Downey is, but I could see him. And Dana said, he's a mindful living coach, Helen. You need to contact him. And I goes, no way. So I cannot, I can't. So I listened to that nudge, randomly rang you and said, would you like to talk? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what I said, but I remember it was during lockdown and we exchanged um, just a little bit about ourselves. And I, I thought it was lovely that I did follow that nudge. And it's 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 amazing. And here I you am. Just, you just get that um that feeling inside. So Jesus, this something the universe is telling me something here. And uh, I remember we had a fantastic chat on Instagram on your own page on, on Instagram at the time, and uh, it was just a lovely conversation that flowed. And I said, like, I'll have to get you on the show. And um, at the time, I I had hung up the the microphone for a good while there. So it uh, as soon as I started the season, I said, well, we'll have to get you on. So you give 
the listener just a bit of background about yourself and um, just about uh, Helen Colgan Healing Heart. Oh, thank you. Um, I love what I do. And I suppose I started out my journey with reflexology for my daughter. She had digestive issues, so I never actually intended to be a therapist or open my own business. And I remember I said, right, I'll go for this and I'll do it. And then I added massage. My mom had swollen legs, so I added lymphatic drainage. Um, I added oncology. So I was always doing it for somebody else as in this therapy would be amazing. Mm-hmm. And but behind it, the energy work kept coming in. So I looked into Reiki. I loved what that brought, the clarity and the focus, the deep sleep. And um, through my own sessions, then I was moved towards the angels. So I think I've been guided every step of the way. And I'm listening to those little nudges uh that we spoke about at the beginning so it sometimes can be scary or a lot of fear will come in and mm-hmm. um, but i've listened so my practice now is mainly energy work and like you said at the beginning i work with clients who may be stuck uh not fully understand where they're going in their life path and i'm intuitively listening from the heart and just bringing in guidance and wisdom that they need and possibly some tools or techniques that are unique to them wow and it's such a lovely journey to be on um and to just just working with people's energies and i think there's, there's a lot of stuff that happens and you, you know a lot more of this than i do that just subconsciously in our bodies that if we don't kind of sometimes just slow down and stop and, and listen to them that um it's it, it's it's true this kind of energy work that that really helps to release those kind of those trapped energies absolutely and i i think sometimes it takes nearly for us to get to the headache or the migraine to get to that stage where there's something physically wrong with us to actually say i need to do something for me Um, and sometimes we don't actually realize the simplicity of pausing or stopping um and i think that is really powerful to take those moments and you know only too well from the mindfulness point of view, taking those moments to say, actually, I need to mind me and how am I going to do that for me? And I'm really interested that what you were saying that like you started this journey, um, am I right? You you got redundancy. Were you were you were you practicing the rate the, the reflexology on your daughter before you had redundancy, or was that around the same time? I suppose there I was traveling on the M50. Um, 2014 I'd gone back to work after having my second baby and I remember the M50 the traffic and there's a particular moment that stands out where my children they would have been very small so like say four and two and I remember there's a moment they're on the stairs and they're waving out the window to me as I'm reversing out the driveway at half five in the morning and I just said I have no work-life balance I I was on a spinning wheel Mm -hmm. and I suppose it came to that point where I was offered redundancy. That moment stuck in my mind. And with the support of my husband, I took the redundancy. Um, and it, I suppose that was the catalyst for change. I listened to that nudge again and stepped into that. So I knew I wanted to stay at home for a little bit with the kids. And I did that. And it was then that the reflexology card fell on my head. Uh, no joke. And I goes, OK, this, this is a sign from the universe. And... Um, the, the, the reflex because you, you you actually I was looking you uh, uh up on the on the background of this 
you study reflexology with Roshan Graham, actually. I know Roshan Graham a long time as well. Uh, lovely, lovely person. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah, my goodness. Oh, she, she's actually, she lives very close to me. Um, and, but I think this made, what are the cards hit you on the head or something was it like I, I just think there's so many different little uh things that happen to your life that like it's like the universe kind of literally knocking and saying this this is time to do this so tell me about that what, what happened with the card it's funny yeah I would have gone to Roisin Brain for my own reflexology session so after I had my children 2009 had another baby 2011 so I was going for myself so in 2014 Roisin here I am I am exhausted. What am I doing? Will I take redundancy? Won't I? And I remember she just goes, I kept going back. She introduced me to Reiki. So she goes, Helen, Reiki keeps coming into your sessions. Let's do it. And I goes, oh, I love the reflexology. What's Reiki? So with that, then I then initiated the sessions. Roisin, forget the reflexology. Yes, I love it, but I want Reiki. So she introduced me as part of the reflexology session. And I loved the focus and clarity that it brought. So when I had that decision to make on redundancy, I was able to say yes. And during one of our sessions, Roisin had said to me, why don't you do reflexology, Helen? She had been showing me the points on my hands that I went home and did on my daughter for the previous four years. So she goes, and in my daughter's face, I could see the instant relief. And then my daughter would say, Helen, mommy, you know when the kids call you by your name um will you do rub my feet ma'am and rub my hands so I was going wow this is this is magic what the reflexology was doing so it was very intuitively almost led Roisin could see it in me I then saw it in myself so then she said do the reflexology I said okay I'll do it for Leah so literally went home from that session going ah no 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 and she'd give, I got goosebumps now as I'm saying this. Um, She had given me a card when I'd started with her, 2009. And that card n- fell out of my wardrobe. So I literally rang her and said, you won't believe the sign I've got from the universe. So with that, I started to trust in those nudges and whispers from the universe. And I think that's magical. I never would have moved into this journey without listening to all those whispers it's just it's it's such a, a lovely way to to come into it as well because there's just i love listening to so many stories about people that come into this type of energy healing or reflexology and now we are back after a quick commercial break for the first time ever in the middle of an interview um my wi-fi just went down and uh, we'd literally just been talking about it as we came back on about the energy <laughs> and universe and I actually remember one day I was up in the Hill of Tara and people were talking about how uh, there was real kind of a playful energy around. And then suddenly, so it was like someone that had not put their handbrake on in their car and it rolled back down the hill and kind of blocked the entrance to the Hill of Tara at the time. And uh, everyone was saying, geez, there's just a strange energy around today. And it's just when I came back home, I was like, that was just weird. Um, but before we were interrupted, I wanted to actually ask you to speak, and I don't know if you heard me kind of saying it uh, before we cut off, about uh, just about Reiki actually for people, because I've uh, I've studied Reiki before and um, up to level two, and I loved it. But I always have a hard time explaining to people what Reiki is. I think it's kind of thing you need to experience 
rather than tell someone what's about, would it be right? Oh, absolutely. And I will always say that before you go on to learn it, come, do come for a session to experience it. And um, basically it's life force energy and that's what you're channeling. So I'm not using my energy. I'm using the energies from the life force. And again, we're bringing that energy to bring in clarity and focus, the deep sleep. So one hour session is equivalent to four hours sleep. And I think that's what I kept in those early days when I didn't know what it was. I kept going back for that. I want more of this. I want more of this. I slept better and the clarity and focus that I received. So I always speak from my experience. If you would like Reiki, that's what it did for me. But everyone is different. Um, so, yeah, it's a wonderful treatment. You're working on your chakra systems, your energy systems, and you're clearing each of them. So sometimes we may be stagnant or stuck in our voice, our troth. We may not speak our truth, may not express who we truly are. So you may be getting reoccurring troth infections, a cough. So it's clearing that energy uh, around any stagnant, stuck energy in the troth chakra. So I think it was my first love and introduction to energy work. And I quickly went through the levels and did the teacher level without intending to teach it or 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 bring it in and and use it. But again, during my sessions of reflexology, lymphatic drainage, whatever it was, the client came for a massage. Reiki would always come in. And I think that changed the session completely because it wasn't just a massage. It wasn't just lymphatic drainage. Um, and then as I work intuitively and from the heart, yeah, it may be that the angelic healing will come in. So I'm going to go, actually, it's the angels that are showing up for you today. This is what I'm guided to bring in. And having that relationship with my clients that they trust in me to allow whatever is coming in to flow, it just changes the session completely because I'm working from my true authentic self they're setting their intention and then it just takes it to another level. It's phenomenal. It's amazing. I can just, I can just see the, the joy in your face as, as you're talking about this. And um, it just, the thing that comes to me is that um, it's just like everything is just flown out uh, energy wise. And um, there's one phrase actually, I know you, but you're, you are, you be authentically you. And it's kind of, I think it's, is it from your, like, it's like a fit for anyone, like lots of people work in their value system from inside it. And it just seems to me that you work um you're very, you're very authentic to yourself. Uh, would it be right? Oh, thank you. Um, yes, I always will bring in my authentic self in my work, in my life. So being true to me and I love where Brené Brown has a lovely quote or a practice that she says every day you're letting go. You're letting go of what we think we're supposed to be so we can embrace who we are. And I think that's been really important for me that every step I took on my journey, my healing journey, I'm constantly coming back to, well, who am I? What is my true voice? What's inside of me? Whether it's my hobby that I want to invest in my relationships, who do I want to be around, the tribe, I call them my tribe, those people who get me and really know me, and that it's okay to say, I'm actually tired today, and there's nothing behind that, I'm, I'm just going to be me, um, and I think that's the biggest journey that I've been on, constantly be, being true to who I am, and I guess like you just said, it brings me joy, I come alive inside when I am myself, 
Now, don't get me wrong. It's really courageous to step in and do this work and be tremendously courageous to be your be yourself because we're so taught to not be ourselves not trust our intuition not be who we're meant to be so it does take courage but I think everyone that steps into my healing space that I hold they see that they feel that they know that not only from me but through their own journey of healing so whether they come because they have a headache it's actually it comes back to their authenticity and who they are and what they love and what brings them joy. Sometimes they've forgotten that because we're so caught up. I, I, I like there's so, I, I feel like I want to go through all the different type of treatments you work on and say, tell me more of that, tell me more of that. And um, one actually does jump out is the lymph, uh, lymphatic drainage. Um, because it's a, sorry, it's a, <laughs> me going off on a tangent, but I remember a couple of years back, um, I was doing a charity race uh, for a very special girl and uh, we're doing, it was like four half marathons in four days. And after it, I actually felt in the side of my neck, it was just like a blockage uh, after it. And someone actually said to me, that's, you need kind of lymphatic drainage. Now, of course, maybe me, I, I forgot about it and I just kept running and uh, doing other things and kind of, it, it went after it. But can you tell me about like what's involved in lymphatic drainage and like, and how, and, the, the how how much it helps our bodies as well and um, i suppose so if you if you press here at your collarbone so just above your collarbone so when you shrug your shoulders and you press and you press with your fingernails okay. and you press in here can you feel how tight it is yeah so you're really digging in can you feel yeah. so that's a little bit of a sign that your lymphatic system is congested okay so it will show up like you said you you were inflamed here and um, it will show up as inflammation swelling in the body, um, a stuffy nose, sinus, um, ringing in the ears, a swollen knee, like you've done an injury or whatever. Lymphatic drainage is like the dustbin truck, and I suppose it carries all the waste out of the body, so it reduces that inflammation. But also, if you get a cut, will actually bring white phagocytes, white blood cells, to that area to heal it. So it speeds up healing if you've had any surgery. Uh, any injury and also boost your immune system so even in the shower every morning this is what i would show my clients so that they can do it themselves pressing wow. just here but we've lymph nodes everywhere and i suppose moving into that as a as a as a therapy i didn't actually realize we've lymph nodes everywhere in our body wow. from our head to our toe so i'm working on the main lymphatic sites your clavicle bone under your arms uh, your belly button and your groin the back of the knee yeah okay as <laughs> you're saying i'm going mm. Stephen, you need to book an appointment here. <laughs> <laughs> the um, but it's like it's, I I I I'm just fascinated by the amount of different things that you've studied over time. And there's one big thing that I know because you contacted me recently about how how much it has changed as well. And if you're comfortable now talking about it, because there is a course that you did just recently uh, in the Arthur Finlay College uh, in London in mediumship and spiritual development and about bringing uh, those spiritual skills uh, to the fore. And um, can you tell me a bit about mediumship? Oh, I, th I think I'll have to start about the nudges again that I got from the universe. So I had set my intentions at the beginning of the year in January, um, Arthur Finley College. And I think I, I just put it, I'd written it down. Um, I knew it did so much work on mediumship, but wasn't quite sure. So I think in May time, 
I actually contacted the college. I had to take some action. Obviously, every intention you set, you do need to be responsible. So I took some action and emailed the college again. What am I doing? Oh, my goodness. And they said, no problem, Helen. What course would you like to pick? So I picked the spiritual development and mediumship. And they emailed me back to say, you're number 20 on the waiting list. Would you like to be on the waiting list? And I I said, absolutely. So from May, I kept going, setting my intention every single day. I'm going to Arthur Finley and I'm going this year. I knew the course was on in October. I'm going October 2022. And two weeks to go, the college just before the two weeks were up. So it began on the 1st of October. I got an email to say, Helen, you have been chosen. Would you like to still come? in two weeks time and again it was um that whisper from the universe to say Helen do it so obviously with the buy-in from my kids and a wonderful husband um they were happy and they, they knew I wanted to do this but fully didn't understood understand what it was where I was going and um, with that checks that had issued in my name this is you won't believe this from 2017 I had not received and that's where the money came uh, I was available those two that full week and I was like oh my goodness this is Sorry. magic we, and- have, we have to reverse back a small bit here you're telling me that when they sent you that mail to say you had the place you weren't sure how you're going to get there either and suddenly out of nowhere the something from 2017 appeared yeah and I said to my husband yeah my husband said yes Helen go for it and literally within that was at six o'clock on a Friday evening and literally the next morning like less than 24 hours later this all unfolded and I have no words for it but I really knew that I was going to be there so that knowing I knew I was going to be on that course so I was very blessed to be there (laughs) stories like this so I still believe that spirit the universe was guiding me Helen this is your next practice that you need to unfold so I suppose when you ask me what is mediumship I had to explain that because I do believe in magic and miracles and um yeah that's that's why I listened to the calling then to say yes it is for me so I suppose spiritual mediumship is what I do so um I'm simply a vehicle between the spirit world so your loved ones up in heaven and you here down on earth um, I work openly and empathically, so I don't use tarot cards or crystals or rituals um, and I don't decide what messages or who comes in. So I basically allow the energy to move me and um, my feet are firmly on the ground when I do this work, like with any of my work, I'm very grounded and I allow the messages to come in and it's been tremendously healing. But I think what was most important was that the week I embedded myself in that experience I got to experience firsthand being the recipient when my loved ones came forth and there was so much healing in that. Um, Yeah, so I'm in awe that this is where I am now when I started off with reflexology and here I am stepping into mediumship. What I'm hearing and I'm loving all the way through this is that it's like a beautiful journey and but there's no destination. It's like we're just flowing with whatever comes and just enjoying life day to day. And uh, I just love that so much. The um, There's one thing actually you just, you just alluded to, and actually one thing I, I definitely want to talk to you about because I know you're a master of this, is grounding, because you just mentioned there a second ago as well. And when um, our friend uh, Donna Bacon actually was on the podcast a few weeks back, we actually we were speaking about you because we we're talking about grounding. 
and uh, how you introduced her to it as well. And it's a massive thing uh, within uh, within mindfulness uh, about uh, mindful movement and mindful walking. And many people um, don't realize that a lot of it is to do with literally grounding ourselves and just connecting back in with the earth. Um, can you tell me about your own practice for grounding? Because I know it's a very big part of your life. I suppose um, it's going, being back to being authentically me. Um, I loved walking barefoot as a kid. We grew, we grew up on a farm, so we were constantly running down the fields in our bare feet. Um, and for me to be authentic, I had to go back there and do that walk barefoot. So, oh, Helen, you're nuts. Why are you walking barefoot? I goes, no, there's something in this for me. So I suppose I was brought, remember, I loved it as a child. So and I think when you do something you love, it completely changes you as a person. So I didn't realize the science behind grounding until I kind of stepped into being a therapist. So I always would have walked barefoot being out in nature. So just really awakening my senses and being aware when I walked barefoot. So I forgot about the thoughts, the to-do lists and that awareness came in that I could smell, I could taste, I could experience when I was barefoot so I suppose that's twofold that's your awareness coming in and the grounding then was allowing me to connect to mother nature mother Gaia and just being gentle slowing down and having that deep sleep and knowing there's something behind this this is amazing my mind would be completely clear and it became a daily habit that actually I don't like noise sometimes. So I'd go, oh, turn down the music, turn down the radio, turn down the, the noise. I need to get out on ground. And the kids now are brilliant. They'll come with me and walk barefoot around the garden. Uh, and they now know, mom, I actually need to ground now. So, yeah, it's just become a daily habit without actually starting off as what am I doing or I need a habit. I need something to do. It just become and then because I do it every day, I can see the benefit. And this is funny because I actually was going, what am I going to tell Stephen Downey when I speak to him? And a client sent me a voice message two days ago to say, Helen, I just want to say I met you six years ago. And through the phenomenal work we've done together, I remember the very first technique that came in for me. I didn't actually know the wisdom that you were bringing forth, but I still do this technique to this day. I put my feet on the ground every morning as I get out of bed and I'm grateful for the journey that I'm on. And she goes, you absolutely changed my life by this simple technique. And I was blown away by the timing of that message to receive it, to be able to share it now today. And for her love and gratitude that she actually said, I didn't know where my journey was taking me or why I was drawn to you, Helen. But I knew I knew it was you. So, yeah, grounding is very much part of me. And it's amazing when you spoke about the Hill of Tara, because when I go to the Hill of Tara, it's I'm immersed in that energy. It's completely different from my back garden. And I'll take off my wellies. And I'll walk barefoot in the Hill of Tara. And the wisdom that Mother Nature gives me in Tara is different from my back garden. So I know I need to plug into the Tara energies to gain that wisdom and insight. And it's almost like Mother Nature is teaching us. But sometimes we're so plugged into work, relationships, our career, that we don't actually see, hear and feel the experience. So when I my whole purpose is just to walk and be in nature and I allow that experience wow. in. That is beautiful. I, and it's funny about like um, the Hill of Tara. I, my wife thinks I'm cracked sometimes because um, I'd never walk barefoot 
But when I go to the Altara, I take my shoes off and I just walk around. I don't know why, but I've always walked around the Altara with my shoes off. Um, and I think sometimes we need to just let go of kind of rules and just just be. And that's it's one thing I, I just love just kind of I, I can't even explain it. And that's what I love more that sometimes we have to just go with these things and uh, just to, there is a beautiful, beautiful energy around there. And um, my kids go for the ice cream. I go for the barefoot walk. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is so, so lovely. Yeah. Um, listen, I, I'm absolutely loving our conversation. Um, and I I could talk about all the different treatments for it for a long, long time. But I, I have to I do, of course, because it's the Mindful Living Guide. I have to talk about mindfulness and we talk about grounding. And but I want to bring the conversation back more towards kind of mindful living and and your perspective on it. Because the one thing I've loved about this show and all of our guests that we've had is that every single person has a different perspective um to life to to be mindful to whether that's gratitude whether what it is and i love gaining that experience from each person i talk to so i have to ask that question is what does mindful living mean to you um i suppose it means mindful living means giving myself permission to be in that moment so whether it's worry or fear just allowing me to be in that and I know that as I allow that, the magic will come in those moments where there is stillness, where the mind does quiet. And I grab those opportunities daily a number of times just to bring in that stillness. Where am I right now? So I will use my breath. So sometimes I think we forget to breathe and I'll bring my breath right down to my my toes, breathing in and breathing out. But it was very significant that yesterday our electricity was off with the storm from midday until late last night, nine o'clock. So we lit the fire and I just thought this is such a mindful moment. So we're in the dark with candles. It was so beautiful. The crackling of the wood and the kids and we were just listening. And I thought, this is a mindful moment. And nobody said anything. And for that moment, there was stillness. And it was such a treasure. And as we moved out of that moment, we said, look, let's tell stories. So we began to tell stories and each of us took a turn. And by being mindful, those who were speaking were speaking, but the others, we were listening. And I think, isn't that a mindful moment? Isn't that being mindful to listen? And it was so magical. And the laughter, the laughter. So we were in that moment together. So I don't know if I've answered your question, but those really stand out. No, I, I think I absolutely do. And there's there's one there's one part that you beautifully mentioned there as well, is that it's allowing ourselves to be fearful as well. Um mm. because there's a lot of people that um certain emotions uh are perceived as a negative emotion, as a strong emotion. And sometimes it can be a lot of healing and a lot of release from just allowing ourselves to experience the emotion. Not try to hide it and just experience it. It's what it is and this too shall pass. Absolutely. And I think when I do that in my in my stillness, I always say there's no right or wrong way. Even by trying, I've succeeded. So yes, if it is that emotion that comes up, fear, stress or whatever, I've succeeded because yes, I recognize you. I see you. And then the natural flow of the stillness and the calm will come in. Now, it is hard, but it takes practice. So I think I grab those opportunities to do them daily, to 
to be feet firmly on the ground and be authentically me. It's just a lovely conversation, and it like I'm just enjoying it so much. Is I I I like to ask guests as well. Is is there something that I haven't talked about that you'd love to talk about? Well, do you know what I was only thinking um during during lockdown. So I moved into online healing, and I suppose a client spoke. Helen, will you do online healing? And I was going, what's online healing? So I, I'm again, the universe nudging me, pushing me in the right direction. And I think what came up for me was the connection to the angelic realm that it was more intensified. So like you said there, it flowed. So it flowed to me and I didn't know who was coming in. And I remember this very particular moment that I could see um, the, the angelic being coming in. I what they were wearing and what they meant for that client. And I listened, I trusted what was coming in. And in the end, I began to describe what was coming in and, and the simplicity of the healing. And it was actually saying trees of the little flower. So I'd never worked with her before, hadn't been attuned to her, but I was amazed of the simplicity. So that was such a, an eye-opening moment for me to say, Helen, you must continue doing this. Through so through word of mouth, people then referred me and I, I was busy April, May in 2020 when my doors were closed to seeing people in person. And it was St. Teresa of the Little Flower who came forth. So I was blown away by that. And her mantra or her way of living was so simple. And I think that comes back to mindful living, the simplicity of mindful living. No distractions. Absolutely. Yeah. Helen, if people want to contact you and uh, look for, for a treatment or just discuss anything that we've talked about more. Um, what's the best way for people to contact you? Um, I have a lovely website. It's helencolganhealingheart.ie and my contact information is there via email. My phone number is up there. But yeah, I think sometimes when you connect with someone, it's to see their vibration, their energy, even looking at my photograph, you'll know if, if I'm for you. But absolutely, I do a call, uh, which is free, a consultation call. And sometimes in that moment, you know, yes, I want to work with you or whatever. But yeah, um, www.helencolganhealingheart.ie. Brilliant. And I'll keep all of those uh, details up on our show notes so that uh, when this episode comes out, uh, people get to contact you and, uh, and get in touch. and. Find out more about living our authentic self. Um, Helen, thank you so much for coming on the show, for chatting and uh, putting up with the the um, the energy that uh, cut us off halfway through. Um, but uh, it's been an experience and I've really, really enjoyed this conversation. And I honestly mean that from my heart. I've learned so much from it and I'm sure our listeners will too. So Helen, thank you so much for being on the Mindful Living Guide. Thank you so much, Stephen. Well, I think that little energy burst was because we both work from our heart space. And I think that was the 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 universe just giving us a little nod. Uh, so thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to speak with you. You put me completely at ease the minute we connected. So thank you so much. And for taking that random call back in 2020 when I said I had a dream about Stephen Daly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll never forget it. It's, uh, it's amazing. I just, I just love the way the university works like that. But um, listen, thanks again. And I really, really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much. I think you'll uh, get from that conversation that I really enjoyed talking to Helen. And it's part of my fascination into energy healing. And the fact that I don't fully understand how it works. I just know whenever I go for a healing session like that, it does work. And I do feel better for it. 
um, whether it's that extra sleep I get or whether it's just my chakras just releasing um but it's it's fascinating it's fascinating so listen thank you so much for uh listening to this episode and i really hope you got something from it and that um it might be something that you might explore yourself uh so i'll leave all the details on the show notes as i said if if people want to contact helen and um listen thank you so much the podcast is just going from strength to strength every week i'm actually blown away about how popular it is and the feedback i'm getting and um it's just me just just following my passion and um no agenda just putting it out there and uh, see where it lands so thank you so much again for sharing your time and listening to the mindful living guide